I don't care if you've been looking for the Rosa cosplay girls all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and Black Time. The Toulouse Party is coming to you live and direct from the Vista. Smoke me out, fam, but all the dank is the dank shit on my left. Old ninja in the world, old ninja. Um, I guess you can get Bluetooth cheaper than gas station depots now. Yes. What? Rhino three thousand. Uh, on my far right, engineering on the one to two, Chuck two thousand three to four. Chronos. Hey, what's going on? We're back. Sorry about the wait. Technical difficulties. A lot of them. <laughs> Uh, we're back up in here. I think we got a new, different type of setup, but it's the old setup. Yeah, but uh, different from what we've been doing the last, I don't know, several months, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So let us know in the chat uh, how you like it. You know, let us know if there's any technical problems. But let's start us on off. Statistics or Statistics. Okay. Trying to get to them. Sorry, I was trying to like fix your guys' level because it's kind of low for some reason. Oh, but also, just turn my I could turn myself down to make it more normal. Um, listener of the week would be uh, Maya Lowe. Thank you very much. You listened a bunch of times. Definitely appreciate it. And first in the chat would be Papa Bear. Thank you very much. Do we know Maya? Do you might know this Maya family? I don't think so. No. Oh, right on. Well, I know some Mayas, but not with that last name. Okay. The point is, she knows us. <laughs> now uh, she does, yeah. <laughs> now nah, I'm about to say now she does. She uh, before. Old, old Ninja, you got something to pour out on the ground, on the flow? On the ground. Drop it down to the flow, drop it real low. Um, yeah. Hold on. Uh, because we were, I was busy trying to work on uh, our uh, our audio on my side that can do tweets or whatnot so I'm getting that out the way really quickly okay so uh pouring out some uh Colt 45 this week uh because last week we didn't get to it because I wasn't here so I was dying and I beat uh father death again or father time one of those uh we're going to start out with uh, Suzanne Summers, or Somers, I believe it's pronounced Somers. Uh, born Suzanne Mahoney, out of San Bruno, California, out of the Bay. Uh, she was an actress, businesswoman, and health spokesperson. Uh, some folks have dubbed her the first influencer, which is a debatable topic, which we may or may not talk about today, probably not. Uh, but as an actress, biggest crime to claim to fame was the role of Christmas... Chrissy Snow on Three's Company. Uh, 90s kids will remember her as Carol Foster Lambert from the show Step by Step. Uh, she's written over two dozen books, including a couple of autobiographies, cookbooks, and diet books. Uh, in the 70s, she appeared on shows such as Magnum Force. Uh, she's in a pilot episode of The Love Boat, actually. Uh, she was in the George Lucas film American Graffiti before she landed her role on Three's Company. Uh, she had a huge falling out with her co-stars of Three's Companies because she had asked to be paid as much as John Ritter, who was the lead of the show at the time. So this caused all three actors to not speak to each other for 30-plus years. Uh, was, I, oh, oh, sorry. I was going to say, she was on 
the first few seasons of that show and not the latter season. Yeah, she's on the first two or three seasons. So if you watch the show, which I believe you can watch streaming now, you can see her being phased out to the point to where she was uh, on the show less and less. And then, like, it got down to where she was just a phone call on the show. Yep. And whereas you could just hear her voice through the uh, from the speakers with the audience there. They had live audiences back then. And then they recasted her with the different blonde later. So, yeah. Uh, where was I? Oh. Uh, so she had posed nude for Playboy magazine in 1970. When she was a struggling model and actress, but... She did it. It was a test photo shoot for the magazine. It wasn't actually the photos weren't actually published at that time. Um, she was accepted as a playmate candidate in 1971, and she uh, but she declined to pose news at that time before the actual shoot. Uh, then she went on TV and said she denied she ever posed for Playboy, but her test shot got posted anyway without her permission. She ended up suing Playboy and winning, winning like. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, in the 90s, Summers became the spokesman, spokesperson for the exercise equipment, the Thighmaster. Yep. Uh, she would later appear on Death of the Stars and on Oprah. She had uh, some controversial views on cancer treatment as well as a practice known as uh, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Uh, yep. She died on October 15th. One day before her 77th birthday. That's always kind of sad when you die right before your birthday. Or on your birthday. Yeah. yeah. Or at least at least on your birthday you made it. <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, yeah, come full circle. I guess so. Uh, but I'll and, say uh, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, you didn't. Part of that day you were alive. Yeah. No, You're, so. uh, I, I will say this, though. She was in the 70s, early 80s and whatnot like unquestionably like the Hollywood it girl from TV in terms of Three's Company and whatnot and even like with the 90s show like you alluded to folks still thought she definitely had it and was uh, a a baddie you know for her time and day dude even at 60 years old she still looked younger than 90% of her peers yeah. So she looked like she was 30 when she was like 65. Uh, I mean, that's a stretch. That's... I mean, that's an exaggeration, yes, but I mean, she still looked. Uh... Pro- Prodigy, what is going on with your fucking video? Hold on, I'm sorry. It's just going Prodigy. up and down, up and down. Oh. Yeah. Stroking. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Stroking. Thinking about Dalton. Anyway, go ahead. And Suzanne Summer Scissor. Yeah, <laughs> like the Thai master. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm <laughs> Like her uh, and leotards. Yeah. So next up, we had uh, we have Richard Roundtree, uh, actor. Shut from, your uh, mouth. New, <laughs> new Rochelle, New York, who is best known for portraying private detective John Shaft in the 1971 film Shaft and all four of its sequels and the TV show. Uh, for his role in the original Shaft film, he was nominated for a Golden Globe Award as a. Uh, Breakout star. I guess they had that back then. Or best new male star. That was the name of the award. He didn't win, but he was nominated. Uh, the movie Shaft was made for 500000 and grossed $13 million, nabbing a best original song Oscar for Isaac Hayes. That's a great uh, song. He would also appear in the 1977's blockbuster miniseries Roots, 
alongside John Amos and LeVar Burton. Uh, interestingly enough, Roundtree started out as a model. He modeled for the Ebony Fashion Fair, which helped him get his entry into the Negro uh, Ensemble Company for theater work. Uh, he would continue to act on screen and on stage from the 80s to the 2000s. Uh, he would go on to appear in TV shows and movies, such as the film Seven, the live-action George of the Jungle, uh, a few episodes of Desperate Housewives, and he is the voice of Akuji, the Heartless, for the PlayStation game of the same name. And he also had a recurring role on the Netflix TV show Family Reunion. Uh, his most recent movie was in the 2023 comedy Moving Out, co-starring Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. But he also has uh, a couple of projects coming up. One move, one is a movie called Caller, due out later this year. He has a comedy named Thelma coming up. Uh, actually, release date is undetermined at the time. And he has like one more project coming. Uh, he was diagnosed with breast cancer in 1993 and Damn. underwent a double mastectomy. Uh, he died of pancreatic cancer Damn, that's, today, I believe. That's a terrible way to at go. At the age of 81. Yeah. Um, he's also in From Dust Till Dawn. I'm just saying. Great movie. One of my favorite movies you of sure all that, time. Uh, are you sure that's him? Pretty sure it was him, wasn't it? Called yeah, out Sex Machine. Fucking killed his ass. Turned into a vampire. Yeah. Hold on. I got, maybe I'll look it up. Really, we have the internet at the fingertips. I didn't look, see it. Yeah, uh, I think it's another black exploitation but well, what? Can you find it? I'm I'm looking it up. Coming up, yeah. He's like one of the few black people in the movie, so it shouldn't be hard to find. Yeah. But apparently it is. <laughs> They're all legit. Oh, nineteen ninety six from Dustin. There we go. Is it really him? Yeah. If if it's if it's in IMD if IMDB says so, it's true. Of course. This shit. Um, yeah. Uh, no, it is not him. It is Fred Williamson. Oh, That's shit. Oh. God damn it. I'm wrong. My bad. Um, but uh, I will say this, man. Yeah. Oh, shit, I, you're right. I remember, totally right. I remember watching uh, Shaft as like a teenager. That shit still fucking held up. You know, it was like an early 70s movie. It was fucking fun as fuck. So definitely check yeah, it out. I just said it. It's a movie. Yeah. There's a there's like several sequels. There the second one was uh, Shaft's Big Score, which is part two, and then Shaft goes to Africa is part three, and then the two thousand like quote unquote reboot, the sequel reboot was uh, Shaft, where Sam Jack and Jackson is Shaft, but he's Shaft the second. And there's actually Shaft the John Shaft the third. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, the early two thousands one certainly did. They tried, but it didn't obviously feel the same as those are the ones with. You know, from the seventies, but I get you. Of course not. I mean, it, it it's funny because it has Christian Bale as like a a Wall Street racist, so it was very interesting. But it just it didn't it doesn't hold up. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Sam Jackson did an amazing job, but the film is not like doesn't stand out. It's just like another just another film. Didn't it have the boy from uh, Westworld playing a Puerto Rican gangster in that one, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, uh, fucking uh, Jeffrey Wright. That's uh, yeah. Commissioner Gordon in the Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's in that. That and then uh, so funny enough, A Train from the Boys plays John Shaft the Third. Oh shit! 
Yeah, he's the, he's he's part of the little trio they have. So he is John Seth the second, obviously his son, but he's like he he has like a really weird mushroom cauliflower for the haircut, which I thought was hilarious. But it is what it is. But I've never played a Kuji the Heartless. I've heard of it, but yeah, it's him in the game. Yeah, he was Hammer, all right? I, that's where I fucked it up. He wasn't Shaft, he was Hammer. Which mm-hmm. is kind of similar. Sort of. Mm-hmm. He was a black guy that <laughs> played an action role. My bad. Mm-hmm. People are going to be so fucking mad at me right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, screaming in the chat, like, shoot angry keyboard words. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Uh, Patrick's already fucking talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Sorry, no. <laughs> I will say this, it felt like Shaft was a bit more, not a bit, a lot more serious of the Black Exploitation movie, at least for the first one, mm-hmm. than like some of your stuff like the Dolomite, Dolomite movies, Bro. or um, some of the other ones, it just got a little more wacky, and even Shaft got a little weirder as the sequels kind of went, but that first one was dead fucking serious and shit, uh, but fun and action-y, like, man, that shit, yeah. I'm yeah. You know what's funny about uh, Dolomite is that um, my, my parents, uh, they had me, we sat down to watch it like when I was like a kid. And I guess mm-hmm. they just totally forgot about how fucked up that shit was. And yeah, I was just like, I was like, oh, he's like coming out of jail in the first movie. This is very interesting. And he's wearing fucking uh, platform shoes and he's slapping hoes and shit. And like, and then they were like, okay, we're going to turn this off. <laughs> I was like, all right. I like to let you watch this. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just forgot. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, nothing about Dolomite is kid for kids. Nothing. No, not unless you want to learn how to be a pimp. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Dolomite was wild. Um, oh, hold on. There's a couple other RPs. Are, are you done with the RPs? Yeah. Okay. There's a couple other ones. Um, one is from today as well. There was another mass shooting. Surprise, surprise. This is America, um, in uh, Lewiston, Maine. Um, over, I think it was 22 people have died so far. And a couple of dozen people are injured, and the guy's still at large. Um, surprise, surprise, another AR-style weapon, and a white dude, so. You said Maine. Wow, I almost yeah, never heard about happening in Maine. But all right. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, um, which is, it's fucking sad. So, Mark goes out to everybody that's affected by that, because it's fucked up, and it seems to be a regular occurrence in America for, like, a very long time now. And also, I want to give another whole bunch of RPs to uh, those who lost their lives in Israel and Palestine because it's in the thousands and it's pretty fucked up that the way it started and the way that it's being handled so far with um, a lot of folks died um, in Israel and got kidnapped and then the subsequent um, retaliation has been, in my mind, extremely heavy-handed. There's at least 5,000 people that have died in Palestine so far and they cut off, you know water electricity and fucking food so they weren't getting shit so a bunch of people just died from all kinds of shit including lots of bombs so i hope that that region just calms the fuck down comes to a resolution and um yeah it's it's pretty shitty all the way around but i think one side is definitely shittier shittier than the other yeah hi uh before before project answers uh, I was going to say, I know you guys wanted to talk about it last week. We didn't get a chance to. So I kind of proposed that, um, I mean, Cronus already kicked it off. So I kind of want to be, because I've, I've been um, out of, like, this whole 
this whole conflict news out of where because I'm getting a lot of stuff and it's like very conflicting. So what I want to do is like get your guys's kind of um, take on the situation and act like a like a not like a debate, but just like be a moderator, ask the questions. Because I want I'm I'm gonna ask you guys questions like I'm fucking ten. And see what you guys think about this. And I believe that I'm going to try to be the quote-unquote everyman because I think a lot of people may not know what the fuck's going on because I don't fucking know. I've been literally, I've been purposely ignorant to this conflict because I'm like, I keep getting a lot of stuff that it's hard to weed through a bunch of this shit. So. I I think that's helpful, uh, Old Ninja. Um, And I mean... I will say this, I wouldn't feel bad, would not feel bad at all. I'm not claiming to be a historian or absolute expert on all things. I will also say that most Americans, if we're honest, have no clue at how horrific and violent things can get in across the overseas, including things obviously here in America getting bad too. But yeah, don't, don't worry about that. I feel like the things in America are kind of status quo at this point, but that's neither here nor there. It's just my opinion. But as far as this goes, I think I think we should. I I want to cover some of those basic fucking shit that people may not get because like when people hear things secondhand, it becomes like hearsay, and then it becomes rumor. So I want to get your guys' take on some of the most basic shit because I don't know shit about this conflict. So I want to open this to like like a little little discussion. Yeah, and just, I don't want to keep it. Uh, first of all, I think we need to like, because you kind of got to tiptoe around the shit for for reasons which I don't like. <laughs> it, mm. But I, I want to first of all say that, um, like, I don't have a problem with like Jewish people. So I don't have a problem with religious people. I like when I talk about when we talk about what we're going to talk about. Um, I don't want to seem like, because if you start talking anything about the way Israel treats Palestine, like you immediately get slapped with a label of anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. No, and, and I want to, I want to avoid that. I want to keep the like, yeah, shape to but, the, but but I got to say because even like everything that I've already said, I've already got to demonetize this podcast, and no, I've said like I'm gonna have to press, basically go back and go through and edit this podcast. I want if I want to monetize it and take out this whole conversation, and then like. Oh, then do the rest, yeah. And then I do mean, the rest and then drop then... this. But I just want to make sure that people, I have no problem with, you know, the Jewish people or anything like that. What I do have a problem with is imperialism and colonialism and just like killing civilians. And that also applies to Americans killing civilians. And this is coming from somebody that was in the military. So. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna open the open the, the debate. So now we are are, are in a yeah. our demonetized zone. <laughs> Starting <laughs> yeah. now. So with the conflict going on in in Israel, I do know that from very basic way that Israel is an ally of the United States. I'm not gonna ask why, but I, what I'm gonna ask is very basic. Oh, I mean, I can tell you why. Is, I mean, yeah, no, no, we don't, we don't, need, we don't need to know why. Well, no, it's it's but, it's important to know <laughs> why though. Like, I mean, it's important. So, to, well, you, you have to like it's the same. We know that British is an ally, so what? British is an ally, Israel is an ally for whatever reason. What what I want to get to is like 
the the ground war kind of thing that's going on out in the Middle East right now. Well, hold on, so I, hold on. Sorry, Ninja. I know I, I gotta stop you because okay. if we don't talk about like why they're an ally, then people are gonna get fucking even more angry. <laughs> so okay. we have to acknowledge that uh, Jewish people went through a Holocaust, and because of that, they were given land that used to belong to Palestinians. And, you know, they lost, you, you can't just gloss over, you know, 6 million dead people. Like you just, you can't. And that, that's a significant, um, part of the story is that atrocities were, um, done to them to 6 million fucking people. And that carries, you know, generational harm for those people in finding them a place to live is important well, to like this story. Yeah. And just to be really, really clear, um, that was not perpetrated. Obviously, we all know this, but nobody in Palestine was actually doing the Holocaust. That was a German Nazi thing. So right. Just, yeah. I just because you never know what people do know or don't know. Some people have never visited the Holocaust Museum. Some people have, you know, not studied that part of the World War II history, but. I just want to be really clear that it was certainly the Nazi Germany that did that heinous, foul crime against humanity uh, with the Holocaust. That's true, but we also can't, like, ignore that when um, Jewish people got their land, um, they had to fight for it. And they had to fight a whole bunch of Arab countries when they, when they moved there, when they got to, to move there. So I think that that's something that people will kind of gloss over too. Like it wasn't like a peaceful thing where they just got like this plot of land and it was just like, okay, like you're good. No, like lives were lost during that time. Oh well, yeah, yeah, plenty of lives were lost. I mean, here's another thing too. I mean, again, there, there's there's mythology. There, there, there's some facts. There's some people still alive. All I the land of Palestine was given over by the British. Um, and because they owned it after the Ottoman Empire fell and all of that, I will say this: Don't believe anybody that tells you that it was completely empty, because that's just fucking false. Yeah, yeah. And, and there are people who believe that fucking those fucking lies. That that's just flat out propaganda bullshit lies. There, you know, there's literally some people still alive, old people, uh, or people who were very very young children that uh, do remember it. Uh, there, there certainly were people living there. But I'm gonna I'm gonna fast forward a little bit more to to current events. Um, you know, we haven't even talked about this, but yeah, it, it's <laughs> Gaza and the West Bank are under occupation. They they don't get to wait wait wait, 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 wait stop. Yeah, this is where yeah. yeah, you need to before we go into what's going on. I think you need to or both of you should explain to people what is. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Hamas, or ha- not Hamas. <laughs> not Hamas. Is yeah. So is it a, is it a acronym or is it like what is it? Is it a, a people, a terrorist group? It's a, a it's language? a government it's a government entity in Gaza. So they were voted in. I forget the year, um, but they oh, were voted in by the people. Oh six. Yeah. A long time ago, for some people. I mean, well, no, no, no. Let, I was chasing that far a long time ago. No, no, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's be let's be completely fair. 
if we're talking about during the George W. Bush administration in terms of for elections, that's a long time ago. We've had quite, you know, we had two terms for Obama, one term for Bush, and now into Biden. That that's a while ago. Yeah, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Papa Bear put okay. it in. So, uh, for the people who may not know, uh, what is Gaza? Gaza is a strip of land uh, that is in the eastern part of uh, Palestine. It's completely... Is it it on the western part? Because I know it's like... It's the western part. Because they call it the West Bank, but it's the West Bank to like a body of water. Yeah, it's weird. On the other part of Palestine, yeah. Um, It's been a long day, but Hmm. it's... It's an occupied territory. That's how it's legally defined, and not uh, recognized as a as a state to most or some countries in the world. I won't even say most. Okay, so it's just a strip of land that's recognized as well, an occupied he- he- land, heavily heavily populated too. Yeah, okay. there's like too many people there. Okay. So you're saying Hamas and Gaza. Go ahead, Karnish, you're Yeah, no, so Hamas is the government body in Gaza, and they have voted in 2007, and they basically have not... I don't know if they haven't had elections since then, but basically they've had control since then. And um, most this is another thing that people don't um, talk about very much. Oh, no, it was 2006. Papa Bear just he looked it up again. All right, so... Most people, not most, but there's like 40% of the population in Gaza are people under the age of 18. So like most of the people, well, not most, a large portion of the population did not vote for this governing body. And they can't because there's like, they're not holding elections, especially now because of what's going on. Um, so yeah, and that, that's a problem when it comes to like a government entity that's representing, that's supposed to be representing people and they're committing, um, you know, acts of violence against another nation. So I, I think that that's something that that is important to say. Prodigy, you're left. Yeah, I I will say um, I think that 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 kind of gives some context. Um, obviously, there's history pre Hamas as well. I'm not defending all the things that Hamas has done at all. Definitely not pro Hamas here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I, yeah. And I'll I'll speak for just me on it. I'm not defending uh, the acts that they have done, especially of late. I will say though, I need to be very clear. For me, um, I can't defend the occupation as a whole. I can't. I do feel that the occupation is certainly not a neutral, but a very violent occupation, and there certainly have been thousands killed. Oh under- shit, Blue's here. Oh shit, Blue. Hey guys, it's your boy Blue. And uh, yeah, I know you haven't seen me on the podcast for a while, but are you in Gaza now? No, no, man. Fucking, you remember, you remember homegirl from uh from the villain podcast or villain uh panel we did? Almighty girl, dude, <laughs> I've been locked up in her basement. 
you're in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> I just found this cake, man. I found this cake. Highest fish. Oh, man, this cake is crazy. It's fucking nuts. I just kept doing it, telling me, oh, Mike, oh, Mike, oh, Mike. I'm like, oh, shit, okay, okay. <sighs> I just had to jump on the podcast with the chick who's recording. Dude, what the fuck? It's too long, man. I gotta get going. I gotta get fucking going. Blue, you, can, you I, need to get to a safe place. Safe place. I need to get to a safe place, man. I need to get to a safe place. Oh, oh shit, she's coming. I gotta go. All right. Yeah, that was that like was the worst time you could have came in. <laughs> like, seriously. Cameo. I love that. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, my God. He popped in. I, almost, I choked him on yak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was good shit. Good to see, always good to see Blue. That was wild. Um, but, yeah, I mean, back to back to current events and shit. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think that it's disingenuous to claim that everything started from a violent standpoint on 10-7. I just, that's just complete horseshit to me. Wait, 10-7, is that a date? Yeah, 10-7 is a okay. date when uh, there was a kidnap- kidnapping and killing of several Israeli uh, citizens by uh, Hamas. Uh, that's who's claimed responsibility. Um, and that, again, I just, my, my issue, and this is, things get framed depending on who's telling the news, but I, even earlier this year, there's been it's been in the hundreds in terms of civilian casualties um, prior to ten seven. So obviously it became uh, much more of a world uh, earth shattering event in terms of people paying more attention and all that. But and I've been going back and forth with friends on, about this for a long, long time since before this. But yeah, well, I think seven, that- there, was, there was an attack. Uh, there was violence prior to 10-7. There's been much more violence after that. Um, but, yeah, I, I think if we're going to talk about this war, you can't not describe the occupation of the West Bank and of Gaza. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. I think that, you know, when people... If you don't pay attention to what's going on over there, you might think that what Hamas did was like unprovoked. But if you look at like, if you just Google like children killed, Palestinians killed in Palestine, either in Gaza or in the West Bank, um, just this year, you'll you'll see a lot. But that that is not, I'm saying that, but it is not an excuse to like what Hamas did. Like I'm not trying to say that it's okay to like go in because if I say that then I can't say my problems with, you know, the violence that happened after Hamas attacked Israel. You know, like, I, I have a problem with both sides of the violence. Like, I, I wish that there was a, a better solution there um, for that. And there are plenty of solutions that are out there, but at this point in time, um, neither side is going to come to an agreement because, you know, one side did a horrific act of violence and the other side has now retaliated with um, in my opinion, sort of not even sort of like disproportionate amounts of violence. So there's, like I said, there's been five thousand people that have died at least so far on the Palestinian side, and it, it's not contained to just uh, to just Gaza. Jesus Christ! I mean, we had a fucking old man in America stab 
a, a child to death, a six-year-old, and stabbed his mom. Like, that's yeah. fucking crazy. And then after that, you had somebody that killed um, a Jewish woman in America. Um, they don't know who the fuck did it yet, but I'm just like, dude, like... <laughs> yeah. uh, so, the, before, before uh, Project chimes in, I want to add a little bit of context about the, the, the killing of the child. So, the killing of the child was a... Jew, uh, an Israeli child, if I'm not mistaken, a Jewish. No, it was a Muslim uh, kid. Was a Muslim child. Yeah. yeah, I don't know so if he's the, from the Palestine. Attacker, the attacker was a white man, a white male American man, who got upset. This is his testimony. He was upset about what was going on in uh, the conflict, and he found the first Muslims that he knew. He knew there were Muslims. He didn't know them personally. But he went up to the kid and stabbed. He knew they were in his neighborhood. That's why he knew they were Muslim. He didn't know them personally, but he stabbed a six-year-old child twenty some odd times, twenty plus times. Yeah, um, I'm glad you bring that up. Obviously, there is really heinous racial, racially motivated crimes, uh, religious crimes, ethnic crimes, whatever you want to categorize them. Terrible. Um, people are getting really excited, uh, and their violent racism is showcasing it, even thousands of miles away. I will say this, though, and I think it's important to point out, and I know I'm jumping all over the place. Hamas controls Gaza, like we mentioned. They are not in control of the West Bank politically at all. Um, and that's important context to put in because the bombings are not contained to just Gaza. Just to be really clear. Hmm. Okay. Um, so, if Gaza controls the, or, or Hamas controls Gaza, the West Bank. Yeah. yeah so, is, is Gaza the considered the capital of Palestine or no? No. 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 They don't. Okay. I don't even know. I, I've seen. I've seen how Palestine is on a map, and it's not. It's, it's not a complete like landmass. Fact, like, my, separated. fact check myself really quick, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's like no real capital because they don't they don't really consider it a state by most countries. So or a uh, country. Palestine. Yeah. Oh, Palestine's not considered a country. Well, they they don't have like a. They're not. They're not viewed as that. Mm. Like it's. Okay. I mean, it's definitely a country, but they don't have like any like power. Like they don't. They don't vote. They don't. They don't control most of their own land. So, and nor a lot of the resources, including as we've learned, as most people have learned very recently, electricity or water, uh, or the airport. Uh, Ramallah is the, it functions as the capital city, but Palestinians dream of Jerusalem being their capital, but Jerusalem is controlled by Israel. So Israel, yeah. So that's how the whole conflict comes in. Like it's like, you know, it's it's like it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know that uh, Jerusalem is considered to be the capital for multiple religious groups, not just one. So yeah, yeah. Um, just really quickly, say this too. Um, I don't know how this gets left out. Um, there, there are Christian Palestinians. I, I, hmm. I know people like to pretend that that there's none, but there are Christian churches. Uh, in Gaza, 
um, some very, very old ones. Um, there are obviously Muslims. There is Israeli, or people who are living in Israel who are Palestinian, of course, too. So it's there is multiple religious and ethnic groups throughout the region. Hmm. And one last thing, too. Gaza shares a border not only with Israel, but also with Egypt, which is important as well. Yeah. So has Egypt joined the conflict? No. No. Egypt, so Cairo. Not only has Egypt not joined the conflict, they've quadrupled down on not allowing humanitarian aid or refugees to uh, enter their country. They blocked that. Well, oh, sorry. So it's either today or yesterday, they opened up some humanitarian aid trucks to come through into Gaza, yep. um, which is kind of strange because um, I know that American um, Americans are the U.S. has sent aid there as well which is kind of weird it's like how do you you know send billions of dollars to israel but then also send humanitarian aid to gaza like it's it to me it's very strange so i i will say i will ask this is the aid from the government or from private organization like the red cross or some shit Mm. look because i can see that happening like government aid going to israel versus private aid going to Gaza. Well, and and just to also say this, too. It's an active, bombed-out war zone, and so some information is going to be a little fuzzy. Um, just, to, just to point that out, there's plenty of journalists that have died. So, yeah. So the, so the U.S. is definitely, they're sending $100 million worth of humanitarian aid to Palestine. Yeah. Okay. I... I feel like that is an insultingly small amount. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I, that feels like a drop in the bucket for as much destruction as they've witnessed over the course of the last three weeks. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't get the, it's a very inconsistent message. I think um, it's like, uh, I, I don't want to give, uh, I don't want to trivialize it. I was going to say something that was... It would just trivialize it. Yeah. It, no, I don't want to do that. That's... Okay. I, but but I, get, I get the sentiment in terms of <laughs> what the entire... Fuck, and sorry. For those who think this is, you know, thousands of miles away, which it technically is on the map, I get that. This has a lot to do with U.S. foreign policy, Uh how we view aid we've already talked about it and we've talked about it for over a year year and a half now almost um ukraine has gotten hundreds of billions of dollars uh as well um there's a lot of struggling struggling americans i'm not saying i'm not put praying playing oppression olympics and oh we got it worse than uh, folks getting bombed right now i'm not saying that but i am saying that who gets aid who gets money, who gets U.S. funding is something that all Americans should be aware of and give a fuck about. It's not like this weird, trivial thing of, ah, who cares? Just shrug your shoulders. Nah, it's it's important. It's still U.S. taxpayer dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, with aid going to, to, I guess, both warring factions? 
um, <clears throat> there's been uh, accusations of a bunch of war crimes and whatnot. Um, I don't want to get directly into that, but um, I do want to ask how do you two, in your opinion, think that the the violence could stop? Like, what could be a solution to this conflict ending? <laughs> how to end the violence? Well, you could have what's known as a ceasefire. That yeah, would, ceasefire. Would, yeah, but uh, for a ceasefire to come to terms, they have to come to some kind of agreement. So, Well, I mean, here's the thing for me. When I think about um, when it comes to retaliation with... Uh, with violence, right? Um, for me, it's it's what do you from from Israel's end? It's like how much how much violence do you want to inflict upon um, people in Gaza? Like, what is the proportional response? We've had, you know, I think it's around fourteen hundred people have died um, in Israel from the horrific attacks from Hamas. We've had over five thousand people now in Palestine that have died. Um, most of them were likely civilians. Um, how much more damage do you want to do to the people of Gaza? And also, after you do this, what do you expect is going to happen? What is What are your plans after you stop? Um, is your plans to talk to Hamas? Or is your plans to try to root out Hamas? Like, how are you going to do that? Are you going to do like, I know they keep talking about a ground offensive, but um, ground offensives, um, when it comes to these um, sorts of fights, are going to be very high in the casualty range um, on both sides, especially on the civilian side. Um, and I don't think that, I think at this point, to me, um, this is just my own personal view, that the, we have exceeded the proportional response from Israel. And I think continuing to bomb... Um, I think for me, which, which I found very odd at the beginning of this was Hamas did a horrific attack on Israel. They kidnapped 200 people and Israel's first response was to bomb in mass Gaza for, for weeks at a time. For me personally, I would have thought, yes, you can have some sort of like response back, but also my first priority would be like, get my fucking people back. And bombs don't get your people back. If anything, it would fucking blow them up. And that seems like not a far stretch, because um, I know how bombs work. <laughs> like, they, I, uh, hold on. Uh, I like, think your average adult understands how fucking bombs work. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think so, it, I think if Israel would have like you know actually tried to get their people back, I think that would have been better um, mm -hmm. as far as like a response, but. I just I, I just didn't see that like they didn't uh, nobody was talking about getting their people back from the jump but that should have been the f the number one priority in my mind again I'm not fucking Israel but that in my mind get my people back and then work from there but I, I don't know and I also say something too I mean I don't want anyone to have a disproportionate view of what we're talking about here and here's what i mean israel is a nuclear power it is a highly sophisticated military uh high gdp for that region it's a superpower 
I'm not saying on the level of the United States. I'm not saying that. But for that region, for certain, a fucking superpower. Gaza, Hamas, PLO, nowhere. Um, um, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. What's What was that last one? Uh, the PLO, Palestinian uh, Legal Authority. Let's... I don't know. Uh, liber- liberation something. Liber- liberation. No, 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 no. It's liberation yeah. something. Organization. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is you don't see a whole lot of fighter jets on 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 the Palestinian side, and you're not going you don't see a nuclear warhead or any or anything like that um on that side. I just want to point that out. It's not a Oh well, one army is completely equal to the no, not even fucking close. And I, and I, I think that sometimes when people talk about it, it will sound like, well, they have tanks and these guys have tanks and these guys have fighter jets. Yeah, Palestine right? doesn't really have tanks, so that, <laughs> yeah, that's not even fucking close. I think the better, and this may seem completely disrespectful, but just bear with me for a second. I think in a hopeful way, remember like we're of a certain fucking age. Remember what was going on with Northern Ireland and the Irish car bombings and the Catholics and the Protestants and all that. And it seemed like it was never going to end bloody Sunday shit. Some people don't know this history, but all that stuff that you two was singing about, you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. But I mean, but seriously, it was very violent. It yeah. was, it was, religious because you had Catholics versus Protestants. It seemed like it was never going to end. It was it was white on white violence, but we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but it was it was ugly. But it was one of those things where the Irish were certainly undermanned from a naval and uh, army standpoint compared to uh, the United Kingdom. Um. And so I, I only bring that up, not that it's exactly parallel here, I'm not saying that, but there were certainly terrorist attacks that happened on the regular for that Northern Ireland shit. If you go back and fucking read Dang. that history or talk to some people who were around during that time. Uh, terrorism and violence on both of those fucking sides. But one had much more guns, much bigger budget, all that other stuff. So... Not, not saying it's exactly like what is going on here. I want to be really clear on that. But I think it's just another example from fairly recent history where you see violent acts and one, one power being much greater than the other. Yeah, I mean, when it, when it, comes, when it comes down to, for me, I think with, like the, with most of talking about this, is like how do, you, how do you stop the violence if you just keep going at it the same way. So if you are pro Israel and you say that it's okay to have, you know, a 25 to one ratio of deaths. Uh, if you look at historically, it's around that. Maybe it's like 22, 23, something like that historically. Okay. So if, if, if you keep going like that, how do you expect, uh, Hamas to, to respond? You just think they're going to just stop it's so like after this, so so just imagine, after all, say everything stopped today, like right today, there was a ceasefire today. Do you think that all the all the kids that died 
in Palestine? Do you think their parents are not going to get radicalized? Do you think their brothers and sisters are not going to get radicalized by seeing that, you know, there was this organization that they didn't even fucking vote on because it happened so fucking long ago and they basically took over that region. And then another entity just bombed your family. Do you think that there's going to be like, they're going to be okay with that in perpetuity? Like, but you know what? I, I, I hear you. I, I'm with you on where you're going. For me, the context, and this is something that, again, I, I've become even more aware of. I knew it was happening, but I didn't know the, the scale. The assassinations were going on long before this. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the, there's, there's certain parts of this conversation that I'm, I'm like kind of intentionally trying to tiptoe around a little bit, I mean, even though I guess w- for most people, they probably never heard of any of this shit. So I guess we're not really tiptoeing around it. Um, Cause there's like a lot of stuff that, you know, I could, I could bring up, but. Oh, sorry. W- one more quick thing. Sorry. Really, really quick. This just popped in my head. The other thing, cause I do hear this often. Well, why would they vote, they being Gaza and Palestinians, vote for this extremely violent, militant group? They weren't always they, violent, yeah. <laughs> but they, they didn't have exactly the same uh, charter back in 06. That's one yeah. thing. And secondly, and I think this is even more important, there have been non-violent Palestinian resistance movements, multiple of them, that most people never hear about, most people never read about, most people don't care about. But there's been multiple over the decades. And I think that's important to point out because there's been a false narrative. uh, And we even saw it during 9-11. We all remember this time because we were fucking adults. But literally the stereotype of you're brown, you're Muslim, therefore you are and always will be a terrorist and it's a really dangerous fucking game uh to play i mean i've mentioned on this podcast m- multiple times uh <laughs> nelson mandela and his entire political party were labeled terrorists by not just south africa but the entire western world for a long long time all that is to say just be aware that there's a much much longer history I'm going to put some links to some books after this, but there are, there were several nonviolent movements and there were plenty of violence that those groups encountered. That's all. That's all. That's what I'll say. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, Ninja, go, go ahead. I know you had a, a series of questions. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead and finish it. You started your thought. Go ahead and finish your thought. No, that's that's the next question. Right. <laughs> so, uh, this is kind of my kind of interjection. I I don't actually hold on. I, Let me pause real quick. Uh, oh, Ninja, I'm actually I'm really uh, glad that you are asking these questions because we didn't talk about beforehand on the podcast. Like, oh, Ninja, ask some questions. Like this, that's yeah, not no, happening. This, yeah, we didn't do that. We didn't we didn't pre-screen this. I fucking I fucking took the wheel and yanked this bitch. We're, we're, we're going uh, like a 90-degree grade right now. Before Chromos even mentioned it, 
because we we could have mentioned it two weeks ago when shit actually did start. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't sure whether we were going to touch upon it or fucking not. Because let me just say this really quickly: here in America, there have been people losing their jobs. There have been people uh, having their job offers rescinded. There have been. I, I honestly, of- I got a message while we were talking about this about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not even bullshitting. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I've received no messages, but I'll probably check. Something <laughs> you don't work for a large message. corporation that yeah, yeah. supports no, what no, I'm talking about. that definitely supports oh, oh, one sorry. side. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, your work, your work message. I thought we got one. No, from it's, I didn't get one from work, but it's just like warning me to like, you know, oh, be careful what I say. You say yeah. I mean, there's been I've I've heard of I've heard of what project talking about. I've literally seen people put like literally one sentence out. Either one way or the other, and literally the next day they're jobless. Well, that's why I said, you know, like this podcast, like the audio and like the other, like the actual official video, won't have this part of the podcast in it. Yeah. So, but, but just to point out for anybody, oh, free, uh, freedom of speech folks, and I'm not saying the government's doing the censorship. I, I understand that difference. These are still very scary times to have literal discussions. You know about things. Yeah, yeah. that's well. I mean, that's why I had to get that ridiculous. I don't want to say ridiculous. That's why I had to get like the preamble before I even talked about this because it's like I, I'm not anti. I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm not. It has nothing to do with uh, the Jewish religion, like at all. Um, but I do have a problem with like proportional responses when it comes to certain things. Well, and then you know what's funny to me though, you can critique and have issues with the policies of any government yeah. on this planet. <laughs> I don't have to like uh, Chinese policies, Indonesian, Canadian, Californian policy. We've talked about politics and policies multiple times, but for some reason folks want to act like, oh, well, you can't talk about this country's policies and politics, even though there's a direct uh, tie to U.S. taxpayer dollars. Yeah, I, so, I, I can go off on a fucking wild tangent and a very serious tangent about how, you know, Christian politics here in America are really fucking up people, especially women right now in America, and that will not have any fucking backlash. Well, maybe a little bit from, like, fucking crazy people, but I can call them crazy people. You know what I mean? But like I don't I don't attach um the violence that is being perpetrated to uh the Jewish faith at all in Israel. Like I, I don't tie it to that. I tie it to um m- mainly their government and it's it, I don't they might happen to have a certain religion but I don't really give a shit about that. Like that's that is not in my mind like at all. You know what's amazing too? They want you and I and people listening to this to believe wholeheartedly that there's no dissent even in that country, even in the country of Israel. Yeah. And that's bullshit. There's plenty from some of the Orthodox community, from some of the left wing there, some of the right. There's always going, if it's a free country, free society, there's going to be dissent on, hey, maybe this policy isn't the best one. Uh, we shouldn't have done it that way. That's what naturally happens anywhere if it's a free and open society. Yeah, now, I, th- I think yeah. if if you listen to this podcast, um, 
and you want to be like totally fair, I, I, I would implore, employ all of you, implore all of you. Yeah, you're gonna employ them. You're gonna no, no, I'm not. I'm not paying you shit. Um, I'm gonna implore, implore all of you to listen to some podcasts where they have, and I want you to listen to both sides from the actual people that first of all were that lived in the kibbutz um, that got attacked by Hamas and hear the horrific tales that they that they told you how they had how they had to run they have fucking safe rooms all along uh near the border probably in like most of Israel they they have to they have safe rooms in like almost all their homes that they have to hide in just in case rockets come in um just in case something happens like near the border um and i i, I listened to those stories first okay and i listened to how they have like uh their own like little personal um, like chat rooms where they would see where Hamas was coming through their neighborhood and they couldn't get into their safe room. So they burned down their house and all these people were getting suffocated by the smoke in their safe room because of this horrific violence. And they saw their family members either killed or kidnapped by Hamas. All right. That's fucking infuriating. And it's, and it's terrible. And I, I have no, um, I don't like, I'm, I'm very anti Hamas. Like those terroristic, uh, events that happen, they're fucked up and that shouldn't have happened. Uh, but I also understand the circumstances, but it, it doesn't matter. Like you're fucking up entire communities and families and shit like that. But then I also listen to the people that lived in Gaza and listen to what happened to them. They had nothing to do with, with Hamas doing those events and listening to how they had to, a lot of them are, they're getting together with their families and staying in the same house. So if they happen to get bombed, they'll all die together because they don't want to live without the rest of their family members. And this is happening. You can look up. There's whole entire bloodlines in Gaza right now that are fucking gone. Because of these, uh, the because of the counteroffensive, and that's, and these are people that they didn't do these things. They didn't attack Israel, and that's that's fucked up. So like both sides are fucked up, and I just hope that if you're going to be on one side or the other, like listen to both sides. Please listen to both sides. Yeah, and my my feelings. I will say this. I feel like there's I want to be I want to be clear on this. I feel like when you are occupied killed often and have lack of basic human rights for decade after decade after decade, um, and there's been multiple attempts at peaceful resolutions or nonviolent movements. I don't think it's reasonable to say that that's going to stay nonviolent indefinitely forever. I, and I know that some people hate hearing that. I, I know, but. I think there is a human nature to be like, holy shit, enough is enough. Now, that's not saying go in and kidnap or 
blow up somebody. I'm not saying that. But there is going to be a human reaction to, goddamn, my fucking life and my family's life is completely controlled and miserable, and I can't do a goddamn thing. And my grandparents couldn't do a goddamn thing. And my parents and my cousins and my... It's a fucked up world. And I remember very vividly, yes, it's on TV, so I, I get it's not like walking through there for myself. I remember when Bourdain visited Gaza. Yeah, yeah. And my eyes got fucking opened back then um, in terms of, I mean, just checkpoints fucking everywhere. Snipers that don't just look. Oftentimes, especially given the track record of death, take folks out. Sometimes children out. Sometimes old people out. Can't fit, can't, can't go out too far to fish because you're gonna get fucking sniped. There, there's some horrific shit, and that's why I say it's not not it's ahistorical to say ten seven ten seven ten seven. Nothing happened prior. What's wrong with these people? That just is the wrong perspective to me. Yeah, it, it is, but you know, uh, it's it's a lot. Yeah, it, it seems like there is a lot. Um, the problem I see is <clears throat> uh, back in the Cold War era, and even during uh, the nineties, <clears throat> when there's conflicts. Dude, don't don't try to switch it to Call of Duty and Black Ops now. No, 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 no. <laughs> when conflicts happen in the Middle East, potentially, like some of the other world superpowers are closely monitoring to see who's going to respond. And the, I think the biggest fear is that this will spread to other regions and then erupt into like more countries coming in, and it becomes like what we were what we did. What it's been sixty years now. No, well, it's been eighty years. It's been a while, years. yeah. I mean, it's it's for a good reason. It's because you know when Israel was made into a country, there was there was a war that there was a conflict that happened then, and it was done by um, multiple Arab nations, m mainly Arab nations, um, mm -hmm. and Israel won. And so those nations, a lot of them are still fucking salty about it. Which I mean, you should be <laughs> like, yeah, if, nobody likes losing. Yeah, that so. is. Uh, it, it, you know, if you're occupying a territory, and this is, again, this is why I have to go back and say, you know, it's like they needed somewhere to live because they were, like, if you have 60, well, in an ideal world, if you have a genocide happen, you want to have a safe place for a people to live. Um, I will say that luckily, uh, Jewish people were were given that, but I don't want to even say given because they had to fight for it as well. But they were, there was accords that were signed. There were treaties that were signed to give them that land. And they still had to give their blood, sweat, you know, and tears to get that land. But it was still, you know, it was negotiated to get that. And there's like other people that had, things like that happen to them and they didn't get shit. Can I say the quiet part out loud? I mean, if you want to. 
the the quiet part is that the um the winners of World War Two, if we're being honest, unfortunately, and I think this is racism evil, did not want to carve out a portion of America, North America, or Europe for them as well. If we're if we're being very honest, yeah, I mean, because we certainly probably could have gave them like there's plenty of parts in America that are fucking basically empty. You could have yeah. gave them a, a oh, yeah. good a good portion of Montana. Nobody yeah, probably would have given a fuck, you know. Montana, South Dakota, North Dakota, yeah. Montana, parts of Alaska. I mean, you look at Canada. Uh, Canada has less people than California. Like, but I, but I, I, okay. We have to be on, honest as well, though. These places in America and other places in Europe or whatever, there, they, there's no religious. Um, importance to those places. Oh yeah, but yeah. I also I don't really give a shit about religion, so. Complete, completely true. All I was trying to point out is uh, that there was a, unfortunately, and I say this as, as someone who has some a lot of sympathy, there was not the level of let's carve out some someone uh, more space here for you to immigrate as much as you would think of the Western democracies um, after winning World War II. I just, you know, I yeah. think that there's some of that whole aspect of they didn't want that that ethnic group there uh, at all, which I think is very fucked up. Um, and not, I won't say it not at all, but no, I mean it's no. even to this day it's fucked up. I mean, like you, if you if you look at like the this is also something I want to I want to come back to because I feel like um, people might feel like we're again might be the anti-Semitic word, you know, but um, there's still a lot of anti-Semitism here in America and across the world. And that's something that cannot be ignored. Like you, like, we still see it to the, you still see motherfuckers pitting swastikas and we got, we got, we have a fucking person in Congress talking about Jewish space lasers. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. what the fuck are you talking crazy, about? Crazy lady. We, we've talked about it on this, the shootings of synagogues. That have happened. Yeah. Um, I, I will also say this, and I, I'm not trying to, oh, one side here and one side there, but yes, there is terrible, evil, awful, racist, fucked up anti Semitism, and there's a crazy dehumanization of people, brown people who are, uh, happen to be Muslim. Or Islamophobic, as you want to call it, too. This shit especially affects uh, me and uh, Prodigy because of our names, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I yeah. so I'm not gonna say my name on the podcast, but I have a, a name that's a, it's in Arabic, okay. And when I, I when I used to have a security clearance after 9/11 happened, I would still get randomly fucking checked, quote unquote. <laughs> Um, on flights, and it was like me and some obviously Muslim guy because he's wearing, you know, uh, Muslim garb, and it's just like, dude, like, are are you serious? Like, if you look at my name, you can tell that I have a clearance, but it's always it was always it was like every single goddamn time for like three, four fucking years, you know. So you can't like both sides are are getting you know this racist bullshit against them, and I wish they would both see that and kind of come together, like. <laughs> About that, but it's it's almost impossible at this point. 
Well, here, here's what I'll say from a hopeful standpoint. Um, it was, I'll go back to Northern Ireland. It was seen as impossible that the, any of that violence would ever, ever fucking stop. Um, I will also go back in history and say, from what I've read, I'm still learning. I'm still fucking learning, so don't blow me up over this. But it sounds like there was some relative peace under the Ottoman Empire. So not not crazy long ago with Christians, Muslims, and Jews in that region. Um, I don't think it's impossible. I think it can happen. I do think the living conditions <laughs> need to be drastically, and freedoms, you know, because America does like the whole idea of freedoms for foreign people, quote unquote, <laughs> you know, um, the freedoms need to be granted to the average uh, civilians um, I, I, from my perspective, especially in the West Bank of Gaza. Um, and letting them rebuild, letting them have elections, letting them have these radical things like water and electricity too, and food. Yeah, that's like basically, it's like I said, like right from the jump, it's like, why are you like just bombing indiscriminately? Like you should be funding your people and like, but you know, it's like I said, it's complicated. If, if you were hoping that on Blacker Than Black Times Infinity, you were going to hear the, sol- the solution to uh, Israel and Palestine, then I don't know what the fuck you were thinking, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's like I said, we didn't plan this. Um, I'm glad we're getting a chance to to talk about it. It's been the topic to doer on all everybody's social media feeds, uh, and probably at a lot of dinner tables and whatnot. But oh yeah, I mean, me, me and Kay have gone through some like very serious conversations about this. I mean, she's like literally like canceling subscriptions to some stuff, and like you know, there, there's boycotts. Yeah, that's also what's what she's doing. That we've barely touched upon the fact that there's a lot of boycotts and uh, of major companies, and it, you know we're, we're going to see. And then the other thing I will say too is there's an incredibly interesting racial dynamic, and here's what I mean by that: the quote-unquote global South, most of it, not all, not all, but you'd have to look at a map. It's interesting to me to see which folks in the global south, meaning Latin America, Africa, and parts of Southeast Asia. But uh, not Australia. Yeah, but not Australia. Well, except for the, you know, indigenous people in Australia. Then they're uh, definitely the global south, but yeah. It, it, it's very interesting. Most yeah, it's really interesting. Have a, have a certain take it's almost that. like it's just fucking brown people. Yeah. <laughs> very interesting. Um, and then the other thing just to point out too is, I mean, the, the big giant pink elephant in the room is how the fuck do you think America became the United States of America in terms of, like, someone else's... I'll say it my from my perspective. Someone else's fucking land taken. And a lot of people being killed. And then you could get pushed back to this area. And yeah, this- that's that's what... I think that's one of the other reasons why that this is, like... It's what, like on Today Explained, it's just a podcast I listen to like all the time. The number one question over the last week was explain was try to like why does America always support Israel? And I think that honestly, like part of it has to do with like that imperialism and colonialism is like, you know, I I I don't I don't like it um, 
from like a human being aspect is it's like I don't like that we're just okay with just oppressing people, you know, and like expecting like no blowback ever for this. And again, I gotta say it, I still think what Hamas did was horrific and should not have done. They shouldn't have done it. But like you can't. It's like that thing from uh, the Fugees. You kick a motherfucker, you know, five times, he's going to let you kick him five times. You know what I mean? But you break off his feet, he ain't got, there's going to be no more kicking. Like, that's like the very condensed version of it. But, like, you, yeah, you can only kick somebody, like, so many fucking times before something happens. Um, and you just, I, I, I don't, it, it's amazing to me that certain people think that you can just keep fucking somebody up and they're not going to do something. And then, but they, and they know Hamas knows that after what they did, this is this is also what's more, even kind of more disgusting to me. Hamas knows that what they did was going to have a huge blowback on their civilian population, like they know that, yeah. and they obviously don't really seem to give a fuck. They've they've given up some of the um, some of the hostages, but you know. Yeah. 5,000 people that they're supposed to govern um, have paid the price. How many of them are actually Hamas? Probably very little because I, I don't think like the actual Hamas organization is that large. And, you know, they definitely were precision strikes. Yeah. It, listen, and it's all about perspective, too, because I'm someone who... I like U.S. history, and I like kind of Western Hemisphere. <laughs> you like real U.S. history, not like... Yeah, real <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's be clear. And, and, and I'm not making a direct one-to-one. I need to be very clear on this. But, you know, when Haiti uh, picked out the fucking French and had the first successful slave revolt, there were killings and terrorist acts of all sorts and types against quote unquote some civilian soft targets there. Prodigy. Candace Owens and Prager you told me that white people freed black people. Yeah. Exactly. What are you talking about? The the no. Haitian rebellion didn't happen at all. Yeah. Yeah. So um so it's still Saint Saint Dominique and uh Candace Owens also said that the white man gave us education and brought us out of the, the jungle to um, the table. I believe that's what she said. Yes, because we had no tables in Africa before that. And apparently not. We had huts and mud huts. <laughs> and, and remember, they also gave us you know wonderful Christianity, even though the older Bibles are in Ethiopia. Ethiopia, but, yeah. Yeah. But, but all I'm trying to say is, and again, not making a direct comparison to what's going on right now. I think there's, there's some that are appropriate and some things that aren't. All I'm trying to say is that there have been times throughout history that there have been horrific acts of terrorism and violence against civilian populations. And some people have thought it was justified and some people have not. And then years go by and whoever fucking wins gets the chance to write the fucking history, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's wrong. So... Prodigy stuck on that Castlevania stuff because uh, Castlevania features a lot of uh, 
Ati or Ati uh, history. And of mm. course, she's going to somehow bring up Trolta eventually. Um, okay. At least we two, can, three times before we end. We should definitely segue because we need to get an actual like part of the podcast that we can actually show <laughs> um, and get actually some money for. It'd probably be like 15, 30 minutes, maybe. Um, yeah. Old Ninja, did we help you at all sort of understand this? this is, I, I actually... For me, and I hope for a lot of people, I mean, there's a lot of people uh, in the chat. The chat's been going crazy, especially with Papa Bear yeah. going off of it. Uh, so I haven't uh, reiterated yeah. any of his stuff. But I mean, but he's got, he made some pretty good points. But Any comments? I mean, he wants to throw out the, I, I can't see it right now. No, no, no. I mean, he had a lot of stuff. He's a few comments. <laughs> yeah. So, they're not disparaging, to, to be clear. He's just, okay. He has said some stuff, and, um, you know, Oh, actually, the, uh, uh, I don't know what this one was about. He has a direct quote for you, but I don't know what this one is. Which one? The one about only uh, when power and... No, it's just like something... It's a it's a response to something Prodigy said. I don't understand the, the response, but this is... There's a sad reality, uh, Prodigy. They probably didn't even consider anyone that already lived there. Um, I don't know. Was this about Egypt? I don't know. I... Uh, I I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't know what it is. Okay, but still, he's got he's got he's made some pretty good points. I haven't really interjected a lot of stuff uh, from the cast because I or from the, the comments because I felt like it would have led us on a a bunch of tangents. So, uh, but yes, for me, this has been more clarifying, and I hope for other people as well that listens to this. Um, there's still. I still feel like there's still some muddy water, but uh, as far as as going into and, and researching this conflict, I feel like this was enough for me to understand what was going on and get a better grasp of what's going on away from home. Oh, I mean, sorry, he was talking. Sorry, he was talking about putting the refugees in Palestine. Mm. He just got up to the. Or, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't scroll back up. I was reading what he put in there, I mean, but it. More confused now, but that's okay. It's all good. We can yeah. honestly, uh, me and Papa Bear are going to have a balance exchange episode on just this prodigy. If you would like to join us, you can. Um, it'll be another. That's going to be a, a totally demonetized podcast. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yes, as far as educating me on the situation, uh, I still feel there's still muddy waters, but there's a, there's all, more. There's way more. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, I, can, yeah. I can already tell because there's things. I mean, the whole Palestine, we didn't really talk too much about Palestine. It's really been about, like, the West Bank. But I feel like this is enough for me to get a grasp of it. And uh, we didn't talk about any of the the crazy shit that's been on social media. There's been a lot of crazy talk. There's been been a lot of lies. I mean, to be honest. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't think people know the truth in the lies. Because most of the people in America, they're not from there and the people that are well, from there they're busy trying to communicate with their family well from okay. what i've seen so let me just really quickly say this and i know we could we have a bunch of examples but states benefit sometimes from winning the narrative war and oftentimes the truth is found out a long time later um, and then I'll also say that there's a whole lot of dead journalists that have been trying to report on things that are no longer alive. So um, 
I, I really quickly just want to also say. Hold on. There's also hold on before you even say that. There's a whole lot of Muslim journalists that are from prominent um, news outlets that you haven't seen for weeks. It's almost it's almost fucking magical. Mm. Like, Sorry. and there there's a there's a reason for that, and uh, I don't like that. I'm not Muslim, but. I can definitely give my opinion, and I would think that if uh, if I work for an organization and I want to give my opinion or or actually just state facts, and they just like silenced me from like my job, like that, I'd have a problem with that. But some of these guys are just like, who's it? I think the guy's name is Mehdi Hassan. I haven't seen yep. that dude in fucking forever, ever yep. since it started. Yeah, oh, no. from no, MSNBC. No, no. Where, where the fuck? Where the fuck is he at? Yeah, he, he, he and quite a few others did get uh, taken off the air because, of course, you can't be unbiased and report and do your job while being Muslim and brown. But I, I will also say this. I want to be really, really clear. I don't have time to explain it. Uh, fuck almost, in fact, just about everything that President Biden has done to exacerbate the situation. Um, there's been a whole lot of lies out of his fucking mouth, too whole lot of walking back of shit. Yeah, the uh, 40, was it the 40 babies that got beheaded? Yeah. Was it, I don't forget the number, but yeah. Yeah, he was extremely reckless, and I don't think it was innocent. I think it was on purpose. It was fucked up. Uh, there's been a lot of fucked up things that have made it worse that he has done. And um, a lot of young people, you know, some, uh, some of those polls are fickle or whatnot, Young folks are not fucking with him even more after, since this has happened. So, yeah, so th- that puts us in like a. So, are we, are we done with talking about the, this specific? Because I, I got to put a fucking, I got to put a fucking timestamp. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it for you right here. This concludes our, uh, our uh, conflict yep. in the Middle East. So, we're at, wait, I got to find my fucking timestamp now. What fucking time? Okay, an hour and 22 minutes in. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Well, so, all right. Uh, felt good to talk. I see. I see. Yeah. Some, I mean, <clears throat> project's getting fired up. I, w- I want to take the wheel again. We got to talk about some shit that all I keep hearing is from you fuckers today, <clears throat> or actually the last two days. It's all. It's been everywhere. I can't fucking scroll past shit without people saying it. No, it's not the conflict in Gaza and and, and Israel. It's about motherfucking Spider-Man Two. <laughs> Everyone's fucking talking about this motherfucking shit. I do not currently own a PlayStation 5. I'm waiting for the new units to arrive before I purchase one. But everyone's playing this shit. There's already secrets and Easter eggs and, and plot reveals and, and, and fucking metrics and, and all kinds of bullshit. I know Cronus has a game. Prodigy, do you own the game? I do, I do not yet. I plan on getting it. Um, it was one of those things where my 13-year-old absolutely loves Spidey. And I said, hey, you give me a, you know, a, a, a slightly better grade in this one class, and we'll buy the game, and you'll have your say. Get the fuck out of here. Buy it for you, bitch. What are you doing? I know. I, know. <laughs> I, know. I, I, I am almost about to, but Just, I was. Because uh, then, then he'll, he'll I, I get it. But yeah. yeah, you it's not just, but it should be like two, three classes, like premium three A's, you, oh, whatever yeah, the other two are, and then he, then 
he's he's done I'm really proud of him. He's done really well in everything. There's one class that he needs to get up uh and hopefully that'll be next week. Okay. So. Okay. All right, so uh y'all missing out. If you have a fucking PS5, um you need to own Spider-Man 2. This is I will say it even though it's like the new thing. Um this is the best Spider-Man anything ever. Like I'm I'm just gonna say it. Um, it's it's pulled my heartstrings in certain um, certain storylines, and there's all the memes. So like I know you're thinking it's like oh you know, Cronus, uh, you know you're talking about how the last you know Miles Morales movie was like the shit. It was like the best Spider-Man movie, but this is better than that. All right, is better because first of all, it, it, Miles Morales is still in it. Uh, you have Peter Parker. You get his storyline too. Um, in this, you know, I, I actually, I want to give any spoilers. You already know from like the last games, but, uh, Miles's dad dies in that one and he was killed by Martin Lee. And there's like a whole storyline with that, him dealing with anger. You already know, I'm not spoiling shit for you, but Peter at some point gets the symbiote. Um, the way he gets it is, um, it pulled my heartstrings and then seeing, Peter devolved from being Peter Parker into being Peter Parker with the symbiote and being like this angry dude is fucking amazing. The voice actors do a really good job. Um, Tony Todd um, being uh, the voice of the symbiote is really fantastic. And I haven't gotten to the part with Venom yet because I know he's in the fucking movie. I'm sorry, I know he's in the game, but I have not gotten to the part to where they introduce actual Venom yet. Uh, but it is, it is so, there are so many fucking good ups and downs, all the goddamn Easter eggs. They're all there. New York is bigger. Uh, there isn't a lot I can say bad about this game. There was, I know IGN and some other folks have said that it's like kind of like an old school open world thing. I don't give a shit. I'm fucking 44. I'm old school. Give me the old school fucking gaming for some stuff. Hmm. Can I, I I know I haven't played this one yet. I played obviously Miles and the 2018 version. When you say open world, the thing that fucks me up, and especially as a criticism, there's no other open world games that have web slinging like this. Like just the traversal alone through New York is more fun with web slinging. And, and in this one, they uh, they upgraded it. Like you, so, you can web sling, but you can also do. Um, you can fucking fly. You can use the web wings, and it's yeah, it's man. fucking fun. Yeah, it's fun. That that's not like GTA or Saints Row or any uh, uh, any of those other games or Red Dead or Witcher Three or what. Like that's a very different experience. Well, I think that the problem that they that some of these people were saying is that when you're doing like this kind of quote unquote old school open world games that there's all these like random side quests but the side quests are all fucking i haven't had one that was shitty the only thing that is um kind of old schoolish is like having the random fucking like crimes happen but they're fun because i want to beat people up and use my fucking powers so (laughs) i don't really give a shit like it's it's just it's fucking fun yeah i yeah i uh None of that sounds negative. That all sounds like fucking awesome shit. Yeah. All right. It's dude. It's it's so much better than the previous games. It, um, and it's, that's kind of hard to like say because 
the other games are like they were so good but in this one you start with basically everything you had in the other games Ooh. and then you get to build upon like that you get like more you get more powers there's like a shitload <laughs> of suits um, yeah so you know what game does that jedi survivor you start out with a bunch <laughs> of shit on top of it and you just build like you start out pretty powerful i'm like dude i'm powerful as fuck and i'm like five minutes in the game and then like there's a fucking skill tree to make me even more fucking powerful what yeah the fuck? that's the, it's it's the <laughs> shit weird to me. yeah but like the the writing for this one man the, the story is so fucking good the fact that you can switch between miles and peter and then the fact that both miles and peter have like people that they're friends with they end up being like actually mainly peter i guess right now actually no both of them that will like randomly do crime fighting shit with you like literally like i was like flying around as peter like early on in the game and i was like going to a random crime and then fucking miles was there like beating these dudes up and i was like oh this is fucking fun and then at the end like we got to like do the whole spider-man point at each other like it was like little shit like that. It was like it was so much fucking fun, uh, and there's like way more collective collectibles. Go ahead. I was just gonna say all the fucking more reason. Again, I haven't played this one yet. I'm probably gonna get it next week. But all the more reason to shit on the fucking Avengers game, because what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> dude, dude, I haven't I haven't talked about this game uh, a whole lot, but um, Gotham Knights is basically on a smaller scale. But it does everything that Avengers should have done yeah. with their characters, and Gotham Knights does it spectacularly well. Even though you can you can play from two to four players, just like in in Avengers, but the way they handle gear, level uh, uh, customization, and um, level progression is done correctly. And I feel like Marvel's Avengers kind of fumbles the bag with it. I mean, the game is fun for a while, but it becomes monotonous. Where I'm playing. The previous two Spider-Man games in Gotham Knights, it doesn't feel monotonous. It feels like it feels fresh. I don't know how to explain it, but I mean, the missions are like the the uh, the random encounters, random crime. They feel like natural because they just happen when you're just in the area. Something pops up, you hear somebody scream or someone yells help. You're like, oh shit, let me go investigate. And then boom. I mean, I said it back when I first bought the game, like day one. I was like, this game is good. Like everybody's saying this game is shit. Like they're just they're lying yeah, to you. Like the weird. game is good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but this is not a Batman. No, yeah, that as well as Spider-Man One and and the Miles Morales one, they do the same thing. They have yeah. the same like kind of crime event or event algorithms, I guess, or whatever they have there. I don't know what they call it in house, but they both the both of them do it infinitely better than Marvel's Avengers, which is which is very weird. I mean, Marvel's Avengers had the potential to be amazing if it did like a fraction of what either of these games did this they would have been a, a fucking hit massively no. also just uh props to insomniac in terms of this studio they haven't fucking missed of late because ratchet and clank was fucking awesome <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah uh rift apart rift, rift the, something and they they did so they actually people were like comparing it to like rift apart i'm like it's the same studio first of all um, but there's a part in Spider-Man 2 where a person gets like this portal weapon. It's not a weapon. It's like a portal device. And you have to chase this person. And it's literally like the same portal fucking. Or it's a similar portal chasing where like you're going through like. And there's no load screens. This is the amazing thing. Because I'm going from like Starfield to this. And it's like, oh, God, thank you. No more load screens. Like Starfield <laughs> is cool and all, but there's so many fucking load screens. But like, mm-hmm. literally, I'm like. 
going through like the city and then like the world, like this part where like you portal through to like Antarctica chasing this person and then portaling back to New York and like all these other, you know, boroughs and shit. And there's no, there's no fucking slowdown. There's no frame drops. It's just all you doing your shit. And I don't know whoever, whoever wrote our design, like all of these crazy fucking action sequences, this, this game needs a lot of, it might be, is a game of the year for me. It's quite close. Like, I, honestly, I think it is. Because it's like, I, I haven't had a game this year, like, pull my heartstrings a bit, and then have all these very well choreographed action sequences. And uh, Craven is a really, really good protagonist. Or not protagonist, but um, yeah, protagonist, right? That's not the right word. I think so. Antagonist. 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 There we go. He's the bad guy. He's a great bad guy. Hearing his whole backstory is great, and I'm still not even through the game yet. Um, like the whole ups and downs with like the personal lives of Miles and Peter are great. Uh, it's just it's it's a for me it's a fucking ten. It's a ten. Do you get a chance to hear any characters in New York say Peter? Peter, actually, maybe I don't know. This is one actually the weird things about the game is like as you're walking around, there's like so much chatter like on the street. And then I saw how they did it. Like I watched a video of how they did it. It's just like people walking around in circles, like in groups, and they have mm-hmm. like microphones above them. Just they're just like bullshitting. Oh wow! And then that's like how they do that. And so like they do a really good job about that. Somebody probably does say PETA hey. at some point, but that's like that's more of a Boston thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Take that opportunity to say. Um, it looks fucking awesome. I can't fucking wait to play it. Uh, yeah, if my kid, uh, whether he get gets... just buy it for yourself. Fuck the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I told you, um, but um, my oldest is going to be here on Saturday. Oh shit! We're, we're, we're going to go out drinking on Saturday because she turns twenty-one. Holy she was shit. in the chat, by the way. She was, and, and she was like, "You're talking about geopolitics." I'm out. She's about. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Yeah, very nice, very nice. And then she'll be back. So she's going. She'll be here on Saturday. She's gonna go on a cruise on Sunday, and then I pick her up again on Thursday, and she'll be here for another couple of days. So maybe we can have a dinner or something like that all Let's together. Try. Let's try, but yeah, get you guys do your thing. Oh, definitely on Saturday because I think we got plans on Saturday, but after that, yeah, you know, let's try. I'd love to see her. Yeah, been way too long. Um, holy shit, man! I, it feels like yeah. For those listening who've missed a significant chunk, it's going to seem short. But trust you me, we did a did a full session. Um, this isn't yeah. short at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's not. It's, we have to, I have to edit out like the yeah. most, like the vast majority oh, yeah. of this podcast. Okay. You're I, right. You're right. You're right. I, I will say this: Can we save Gen V, even though it's fucking amazing? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh yeah. Because oh, I just watched it last night. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Wait. So there was an episode, a new one last night. There's an episode you know, tomorrow. I, I caught up last night. Yeah, so I was two episodes behind. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I caught up yesterday, last night, and uh, <clears throat> a new episode. So I think episode seven, which is second to last, is tomorrow. So I'm gonna say it in my way, really quickly. We'll go over it next week. But are there multiple R-word people? R-word people. Assaulting people. Oh, Character. oh, 
wait, if we, if it's what I, if the, if you're saying what I think you're saying, there's only uh, uh, there's only one. Okay, there's so, mul- multiple in my mind, but all right, okay. No, so the, yeah, there's if, no multiple. if you're listening to this on audio, this will not be a short podcast. It'll just be short for YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. this will probably be like maybe twenty minutes, <laughs> thirty <laughs> minutes, maybe. Holy shit, that's not bad. But uh, it, um, but, but what I might do is I just, I'll just section it out and then put on the stuff that yeah. we can, and just demonetize that too. Yeah, exactly. It, hey, and we, we we're doing our best. That I mean, like you know, don't send no fucking hate mail. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just us as outsiders looking. Yeah, hey, if you want to send us hate mail, I'll, I'll explain to you why. Um, as a black person, I have a problem with uh, colonialism and people that are being oppressed. So yeah. you take that for what you will. I don't give a shit like what your background is or what religion you might ha- might happen to have or where you're from. I have a problem with people getting oppressed. Yeah. Oh shit. I just, I just know. I'll say this: I know tensions are are super fucking high, and I. It sounds all corny. There's a lot of people. I'm not talking about over there, but there's a lot of people that just need some wellness checks right now. Some fucking hugs, like here here in America. I'm talking about. You know, people are fucking stressed. But in in any event, I don't want to go back down there. Hold uh, on, before we end it. I forgot to talk about this. Um, sort of along the same lines, but not really. Sort of, I guess, because it's about people that... Some of the fucked up that happened in America that people probably f- forgot about. Um, George Takei uh, wrote a comic book. Or he wrote a, he had a book that got made into a comic um, based upon a story, a graphic novel. And it is... Uh, they Called Us Enemy. Oh, and this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. true I story. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made a yeah. comment. Yeah, 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 yeah. About, the, about the hardcover. So, so you know, there's rumors that they're making... They might make that live action now. I mean, they should because this is probably something that most, if you're a younger listener to this podcast, you might not have known that uh, during World War II, they put a bunch of uh, Japanese people in America and Japanese Americans into internment camps. Yep. So, um, and he was one of them as a, as a child. So, and it's pretty fucked up. And I hope that stuff like this is not forgotten. And real quickly, just in case someone uh, is not familiar with that history, it was for nothing. Like, yeah, they didn't do shit. They, they didn't do anything, didn't do anything wrong. They just had suspicions just because they were the wrong ethnicity. So mm-hmm. it was fucked up. Um, yeah, I'm glad you gave a shout out to that. I want to read that one too. Maybe I'll pick that one up myself. All right. Old Ninja Are we wrapping it? Yeah, I think so. I think. Uh, okay. Yeah, I got a pack because I got a house. Forgot, forgot to tell y'all. Oh, congrats! Yeah, oh, right. we closed, congrats, so yeah. we're, we'll we'll oh, be in next month. Yeah. Oh shit! Congrats, man. Old Ninja, what's uh, popping this week? God damn it! Um, so what I wanted to talk to you because uh, we we're talking about briefly is uh, we we're talking about Gen V. I'm not gonna go deep, but I I watch more of. Um, Foundation. Promise you need to be watching this. So I read the books, but yeah, I'll, I'll watch. Yeah, no, I'll watch <laughs> the books. The books. I mean, the books. Okay, yes, the books are great. I'd, I've never read the books. I've gotten pieces of so them. How do you know the books are fantastic? Uh, Sci-fi, yeah, fucking but, gold. I mean, I'm saying you gotta watch the show. The show. I know. Yeah. You read the books. I need to know what you because the books is, is like turned into a series eventually. Yeah. And uh, I want to know your input because if I feel like there are trying to do a good service but i feel like there's certain things that are missing 
Because I know in the second book, there's a character that shows up, and like I just saw a brief instance of this character, and it was very crazy. It was very wild, but it, it, it's like it's like a huge foreshadowing. Well, I mean, it's, it's I mean, I watched the first one; it was good, but it's I mean, it's different, obviously, because I mean, the the protagonist is is a woman, but it's okay because it doesn't need to be a man. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, actually, it's like the now there's like a co-protagonist. Yeah. They have Empire, and I, I know they probably changed up a couple things, but the main bad guy for book two was introduced in season two. So I was like, oh shit, this is fucking. And like you see him, and like it's weird because you kind of see where he ends up, and then you see his, his start. Actually, what I'm really interested in because like later on in the books, probably not even later on, kind of early on in the books, there's like a society of like I don't want to say trans people, but they're like. People that don't have sexual organs per se. Oh, they haven't been. Those people haven't been introduced. They're so. very androgynous, so okay, it's yeah. gonna make a so, lot of people that live in certain areas very angry. But this is like back in like the, a long time ago when he wrote this book. So. Yeah, this this is written in the yeah, it's written a while ago. It's a while um, ago. But they're focusing on this like woman who is supposed to marry Empire at the moment. Marry Empire. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, That's see, weird. he's supposed to have. He's supposed. Well, not Empire. Uh, uh, he is gay. So, if you don't know, if you ever read Foundation, I guess there's this emperor. He calls himself Empire, or they call him Emperor over the centuries. But he clones himself, and so he has three versions of himself that rules over the galaxy. So okay. they have dawn. Uh, it's dawn, day, and uh, dusk, and but they're all Cleon. And they're, it's like Cleon the 17th they're on right now or some shit like that. So, Dawn, or so Day is courting a woman that would be, is, is potentially supposed to be his wife? I mean, they're not married yet, but she's been invited to the house. And there's all this shit going on because the original um, genetic material... Prodigy, you're doing it again. Dawn. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's uh, he is tainted i guess and so they're talking about like having actual children now but then it's very interesting do they i need you to watch this okay yeah because what you're explaining is like it's a work combination of like two different things but anyway go ahead yeah so um i'll be going i'm going to tahoe on saturday for like a day for like a halloween event so i'm going i'm leaving that morning or yeah i'm leaving saturday morning coming back sunday afternoon because from the bay tahoe's like four hours so I'm, a, you know, I'm going up with a couple of friends. We're doing our Halloween gig <clears throat> at uh, uh, one of the hotels out there, and you, should be wild times. You uh, better get the, fucking lungs healthy, bro. Tahoe is elevated, man. You talk about eight thousand feet in the air and your lungs. Yeah, are... exactly. I did a Spartan Beast there and got hypothermia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's starting to get cold up here, and finally now. I know a lot of people, but I'm, I don't really do well with the cold. Um. I've been playing Gotham Knights. Uh, I had a little mishap today because we're trying to do crossplay. So apparently, crossplay only works for Xbox and PC, and potentially, I guess the Switch maybe. Because I guess Gotham Knights coming to the Switch and like it's a, a fucking months. weird combination. Yeah, it's I don't know. I guess there's some issue with PlayStation. They don't want to crossplay the game or some bullshit. Yeah, but on we'll PlayStation, see. sure. Yeah, I don't know. we'll see. Well, it's only on PlayStation Five, and I, which I do not own yet. Um, Playing uh, the Halloween event 
on Modern Warfare before Modern Warfare Three is like a, to me is like a precursor to fucking um, Modern Warfare Three because there's zombies and shit. There's demons. There's fucking creatures. So it's cool because they added five like creature bosses on top of the already bosses on, on the big map. Like there's a uh, you two played Diablo Four. There's a you know, keep talking because I, I use the bathroom. I was trying to wait, but yeah, I gotta go. Butcher. Draw it yeah, out. If you kill the butcher, <laughs> you get something. For Diablo 4, in Modern Warfare, you get, like, a specific, uh, like, I think it's a weapon you can use in Diablo by beating him. And that's just one thing. Like, you can beat the creature from the Black Lagoon. It's, like, hiding there. And, like, they give you really good loot if you are able to kill them. Um, you got to watch out for other teams that will try to kill them. They're in, and they're in each of the big modes as well. They have a much improved, like, uh, zombie event game or other players. If you die, you become a zombie. They have, like, a, a Warzone zombie mode. It's They went all out for this event. It's fucking great. It's a lot of fucking fun. I guess it ends in the next two weeks. It, it, obviously, uh, I guess it ends the week uh, that Modern Warfare 3 comes out. So yep. it gives you, like, a little bit of what to expect. It's been a lot of fucking fun. Um, I've been debating about getting Phantom Liberty for uh, Cyberpunk, but I think I might wait and forego that and go with... Alan Wake 2, which is out, I think, next week. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just going to Tahoe. Probably going to gain when I come back. Uh, trying to get healthy again because I'm still a little sick. As you can, if you've been listening to the whole thing, if you're on SoundCloud or, or listening to via audio, you'll, you've heard me cough throughout this whole fucking thing. But, yeah, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, I am looking for as many Rota cosplayers as possible. If you think got a great cosplay type Halloween fit, Rolta from uh, Castlevania uh, Nocturne, hit me up. Send me some <laughs> fly. You know what I mean? I just, just I, respectfully, of course, but just you know, respectfully. Respectfully. Wow. Respectfully. I, I just like that character. I think that character is really really cool. Uh, it'd be nice to see some people uh, dressing up as her. Um. It's basically Halloween weekend. Uh, I think I'm going to go on Saturday to a black arts festival. With, Wait, uh, where? Where, where? Here in San Diego, so it should be interesting. Oh. Um, other than that, I just... Oh, uh, I finally got a chance to watch uh, another Evil Dead movie with my, uh, with my teenage son, who fucking mm. loves... We saw Evil Dead Rise, which was awesome in the theater. And he was like, yeah, I want to watch uh, 2013 Evil Dead. And I was like, it's fucking spooky season. Stay less. We fucking watched that shit. He was like, oh, shit. This is wild. Sorry, bro. tried to hurry. I didn't zip my pants up. Hopefully you didn't see it on the fucking podcast, on the video. Yeah, really going to get demonetized. My bad. <laughs> Dick's hanging out and shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not the zipper, though. I Definitely my zipper was down. <laughs> You know what? What's wild too, um, and maybe everybody's different with this. I don't just pee out of like just the zipper. I think that's. Hell no. Okay, yeah, but there's some guys who do that. What do you mean? Pee out? Wait, people like leave their belt done and the button up, and they just zip. No, no, no. no. I feel like there's there's shit that can go wrong where you can get like the 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 beans above the frank. Yeah. No. Yeah, like. That's not happening here. Yeah, that's not happening. I feel like that's too much. That, I feel that's potential damage right there. Yeah. yeah. 
I agree. Weirdos. Uh, <laughs> that could be a whole thing. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's fucking weird shit. Um, Chronos, what you got for? You mentioned you got uh, your eldest coming in town. What else you got? Yeah, so um, eldest is coming for her twenty first birthday, so we're gonna hang out in downtown San Diego. Um, should be fun. I'm gonna try to party like I'm twenty one again. Um, so I'll probably <laughs> die on Sunday. Um, <laughs> no, I've got a very seasoned liver. I'll be fine. Uh, but we also, we closed on our house, uh, last week. So we're still living in Chula Vista, same zip code, everything. Um, I'm moving like basically less than two miles away from where I live now. Uh, but it's a bigger place. Um, the infinity base will no longer be in a external structure to the house, which is kind of fucking sad. It'll be in the house again. Um, but I'm looking forward to it because, um, I'm not looking forward to the mortgage payments because they're going to be highest Snoop Dogg. But uh, hopefully within the next six months, the interest rates will go down and, and that'll be okay. But we need a more stable uh, situation in our life right now. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that part. Uh, other than that, yeah, I'm just playing Spider-Man 2. I'm going to be packing. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the, the new house. So, But y'all won't see the new house. or uh, The Infinity Base probably won't change until like November... Or maybe December. December. Wait. Fucking sixth. You won't see anything different except for like boxes maybe in the background until probably December sixth. So. It's shit. It's shit. Well, old ninja, I already get mine. Take us on out. All right. You just experience a delayed, potentially brief, depending on what platform you're you're consuming is. Black and Black Times Infinity. The Dankest Podcast on the Internet. Uh, check us out anywhere and everywhere you consume your podcast, listen to your podcast. Uh, yes, that's that's iHeartRadio. Yes, that's a- Amazon. Uh, or not Amazon. Uh, what the fuck? My fucking thing. Oh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Yes, that's Stitcher. Nope, not uh, Stitcher because that doesn't exist anymore, apparently. I thought Player was the one that died. No, Stitcher died, which I was very surprised, oh. surprised about. Okay, so Player FM, iHeart Podcast, uh, fucking... Spotify, all, all, all the good shit. We're there. And then we we're, have a, a official website, Ben Productions. What, what, what? We're on the Flintstone gravel pits, too. Exactly. Okay. Spark one. Smoke it if you got them. Uh, <laughs> check out our official website, benheadproductions.com forward slash B the MBTI. That's B T H A N B T I. On Twitter, it's B the MBTI. Uh, uh, Facebook, threads, and. and, and the application formerly known as Twitter, BZM BTI, uh, on Amazon, on, uh, yes, on, uh, was, uh, why do you saying Amazon? So, yeah, I guess it's Amazon, the Fire TV, whatever. We have an app that lets you know when we go live. You can watch us do that. There you go. Keep it real for spooky season. <laughs> Adios. Anime TV.